0: everyone. Welcome back to Reclaiming Hope. Um, I'm your host, Ben Hamilton, here with my co-host, Brenda Newton. Hello, everybody. Brenda, welcome so back. So
1: good to be back. It has been a while.
0: It's been a hot minute, um, and in many ways, it's been a hot mess, right, <laughs> that, that minute away. Um I don't know if it's been like six weeks or longer since, yeah, we've been here in our studio at the church, um, just having these conversations. In fact, like until yesterday, um, you were actually over at our house. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen you even in like a month.
1: I kind of forgot what you looked like. Yeah, which is just, it's it's just kind of crazy.
0: (laughs) Um, just so, yeah. So let's just, let's catch up. Um yeah life a lot of a lot of life has happened since now and then yeah. um
1: so well, why don't we start with you ben would you share like what have you been up to how have things been
0: yeah yeah well i think you know both of us and i i referenced this i, I gave a short intro in our last episode and mm-hmm. we just kind of threw up a um a, a talk from the marriage conference that we were both able to do together mm-hmm. um back in march and um yeah, that we were just just kind of both just in busy seasons there's mm-hmm. just uh, a lot so we love doing this like having these conversations but it's not actually um even part of our job description right. it's just something you know i think both of us were passionate about these kinds of conversations and telling stories and um so we had to attend to some other things that were you know first um mm-hmm. on the plate and so for me that certainly was planning uh that marriage conference yeah so yeah, in one of my roles here at the church, I um, oversee a lot of our marriage and premarital ministries. And so, um, yeah, just had the opportunity to, um, in the past we've done just kind of these premarital weekends, just couples who are engaged, like, hey, let's just, um, let's give them some tools. And then at the end of this weekend, we'll, you know, pair them with uh, a mentor a couple then mm-hmm. to walk with them throughout their engagement. Wonderful, wonderful process. Uh, but certainly I think we all, all of us just recognizing the need um, because of the last year, because of all, yes. all the craziness, all the stress, um, all the, the kind of external yeah, stressors and just pressing in on relationships, especially as we were all confronted with um, just life in a, a, in really a fresh way. I liked, I mean, I think we like to say and recognize that, you know, COVID didn't, like in like the 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 norms under covid didn't really um inflict anything upon Mm. relationships i mean except for obviously the disease itself Mm -hmm. i mean not like not not talking about those aspects but but it has revealed a lot of things as we brought
1: things to the surface it's brought things to
0: the surface as um you know um you know, maybe relationships that tend to kind of just pass like two ships in the night now were um, mm-hmm. confronted with having to be under the same roof for um, weeks on end because they were working from home and they didn't have those separate spaces anymore that they could gonna mm-hmm. go to. And so, yeah, just a lot of things became unavoidable that maybe were being avoided before. So, So we found it to be a necessary thing just as a church to just like, let's just pull all couples together mm-hmm. and let's just consider... Um, what is this, uh, this beautiful, um, but sometimes really challenging gift of marriage that God has created and designed and, and then, um, yeah, just seek to equip some, uh, and and give some tools regarding some of the things that we've seen in our ministry, Mm uh, throughout this last year as we've walked with couples and, and heard a lot of feedback of what's going on in households. So, but it was an incredibly fruitful weekend. I just thank you for your help in that. Yeah. You, um, you taught on conflict and just so just, Yeah, Ben
1: gave me the fun conversation to teach on. So <laughs> hey, thanks I ben. Talked about suffering. <laughs> like,
0: I think true. that's true. debatable. I mean, they were, yeah, <laughs> but it no, was
1: such a good day though. And it yeah. was really cool to see the premarital and the married couples in the same room, yeah. just investing in their relationships side by side. Yeah. That yeah. was so cool to me.
0: And that was my reflection, I think. And I just continue to hear um, stories of how people um, with whatever baggage and context they were bringing into the room that day, finding themselves um, leaving with such a weight lifted mm-hmm. as they were able yeah, to sit across from other couples and just hear people be real Mm -hmm. because we talked about some real things just you know and and then uh in between our our sessions we had um table conversations and and so they were they were talking they were talking real life and so how incredibly freeing it was for many many people Mm -hmm. to just sit across from another couple and hear them kind of um lay their mess out there and say hey this is where we're at this is what we've been walking through but then to engage one another in a in a helpful and hopeful way. So it was a sweet day. And so just from there, there's just ongoing work Mm because I think, you know, we stirred the pot for a lot of people too. (laughs) So, um, Because, you know, I think a lot of people came like knowing like just, you know, just feeling a sense of the Lord, just pulling like, hey, we we should probably attend this. And then, you know, through engaging with the content that day, just kind of like, wow, like, yeah, we need, we want to work on this. We need to work on this. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to invest in our relationship. And so it's led to a lot of a lot of um fruit i would say an ongoing work just um with couples and um so excited about that grateful for that um humbled uh extremely uh the mess that i am that Mm -hmm. you know the lord would um yeah just see fit to to use use us in that way it's just really remarkable and um so anyway, so after that, just got out of Dodge for a while, and and just took my family on a vacation back to the beach in Charleston, and didn't South Carolina. Me. So rude. <laughs> hey, but there's a very good reason for that. <laughs> Hello, COVID. Yeah. Um, so. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Brenda had COVID. Everyone. Um, was, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> it's it terrible.
1: But tell us about your vacation. Like, how how was it to actually take a break from? I mean, yeah. you you showed up last. What was it? July.
0: Yeah, here and to and the have church. Been yep.
1: yep. Running hard ever since. So this was kind of the first real or well, I guess you've taken many vacations, but this was kind of a big Well
0: going to see family. And, yeah. You know, this was Yeah, this, this was, was designed to be vacation. a vacation. Yes. A a, a breakaway, a mm-hmm. unplugging. Restful. Um and... it was it was a lot of family elements. We got a big beach house um in Charleston and my wife's family came in and so we had four children under four. And so I think I I, I had some unrealistic expectations <laughs> about what, the, I mean, I had, I don't know if you've ever done this. Um, I'm sure everyone can relate. You know, you go with these goals of like, oh, I'm going to read two books, right? Mm-hmm. And you pick those two books that have just been sitting on your bookshelf or on your nightstand. That's like, I know, like, I'm going to love these books when I get a chance to read them. <laughs> um, and I'm going to benefit from them greatly. And so and then you get there, and you know, or I'm going to spend just rich, long stretches in prayer and just quiet. And, um, and they, I already mentioned there was four kids under four, so none of that do kids happened. not
1: facilitate long <laughs> periods of prayer? No, what? <laughs> no, yeah, um,
0: no. Um, so yeah, so just I guess some some expectations that you know upon arriving there. And a couple of days in, you know, kind of just start to feel some of that disappointment. Like my idea of this vacation was getting away from me mm-hmm. and what this rest and break was going to look like, you know, in my own eyes. And so I wrestled with that for the first couple of days because I kind of felt conflicted because I was like, man, I mean, I I know when I get back, like I'm going to need to hit the ground running again because there's, there's a lot, you know, still to, um, as far as care goes, I mean, that that never ends. Um, and cause we, we both are in quote unquote care ministry. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, but after just wrestling with that, I, I, just, just tried to seek to just embrace, um, and, and recognize and see and not miss the the good gifts God was offering to me while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, that could provide a sense of rest and restoration and, um, and so for that it was it was 100 it was beauty is what really captivated me on that trip and so by you know a couple of days in after wrestling with just those initial expectations and everything and kind of realizing okay this isn't going to maybe look like how i right. wanted it to look um, but where is um, i always like to ask the question um, where can you uh, observe grace right mm-hmm. and even just thinking of like aspects of God's common grace just, um, and so beauty was huge for me that it just became the thing. And so, um, it just being directly on the beach and just watching the waves roll in and dolphins entertain us in the morning, each morning was just, and, um, the thing I think that I was most in awe in and just, you know, I, and I'm working on this and it's not perfect, but whenever I behold something, especially something that's beautiful, Um, so whether it be in creation or, um, or my son's laugh or, Mm um, or or just my wife's eyes in the morning uh, when the sun hits them, like just Mm -hmm. these things that just, just really captivate. I try to, um, the, the Lord is really teaching me how to engage, behold the beauty, um, but kind of always follow the thread back to the creator mm-hmm. um, and designer, and you know who 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 created and designed and gave me these good gifts to behold mm-hmm. and to know Him and to know His character. Mm-hmm. And so when these pelicans would just soar over our deck just constantly, in like flocks of like six to eight. You know, just low enough that if I was want to and feeling risky, I could like reach up and try to high five one. Like, just you know, <laughs> probably not a good idea. Like, but and I didn't. <laughs> but like, they they just just they kept coming in waves, and like the just how majestic they would just soar above the deck, and then they would ride into the ocean and just like surf the ocean waves in just such a way that just really just left me in a sense of awe, mm. and um and really sought to just take those moments and just take them in. And um, see God as beautiful mm-hmm. and the creator of beauty, and and be restored in that, and just mm-hmm. it, just receive those good gifts and and so there were a lot of other things. Um, we we lived in Charleston for a few years. That was where we moved from when we came mm-hmm. here. Son was born there. Wife and I were married there nine years ago. And so um, so it's a, it's a sacred, special place for us in many many ways. So we got yeah. to see some familiar things, some familiar faces, and it was just really really sweet. Sweet week, so yeah, I'm learning how to even rest in vacation. Just God is just mm-hmm. continued teaching me, because um, I always have. I'm I'm such a sucker for having expectations. Um, I don't know, I don't know if you can relate. <laughs> no, I, a, no, I have no
1: idea what that's yeah. like, Ben. <laughs> I don't think any other humans do no. that.
0: Um, I'm notorious yes. for it, like kind mm-hmm. of uh, romanticizing what this. This moment, this season, um, right. this this thing is going to look like, instead of just being present to it and mm-hmm. open to God's elements of grace and beauty and invite right. and presence in the moment. And so, um, yeah, so I got to kind of relearn that mm-hmm. on this trip, and I think from that, just I did experience just a really really restful week. Um, And then we strapped our kid to a car seat and said, sit still for two and a half days (laughs) because, and then all that went out the window. So (laughs) I need to go back (laughs) to Charleston. Yeah, we, no, but that was sweet. We, we flew there, which was um, nothing short of God's grace that we made it there with all the mask mandates Mm -hmm. and a toddler um, who was mostly compliant. And at least, you know, we didn't, Yeah. So, um, so we were able to get there, but then we rented a car and drove back so we could see some other family. And that mm. was not such a pleasant trip. Little uh, guy the, did not enjoy that. So yeah. Much. Little guy was, uh, <laughs> he was pretty overstimulated at that point. He was like, Yeah, I don't want to sit still for two and a half days. So, you know, <laughs> how dare he? <laughs> so, anyways, mm. but it's, it's just, it's good to be back. And it's good to even now, just even now in this moment, just reflect on that. Cause I think, I I am so prone to just try to create, um, moments of connection, whether it be with God or with others, um, in my own mind, like, and just Mm -hmm. like, this is how it's going to look. And this is how it should look. Mm -hmm. This is the most, you know, um, sanctified or sacred version of this, um, encounter or experience that, you know, that I can create. So that is that is what's good. And like time after time, God just keeps revealing to me that like, no, I'm actually better at that than you. (laughs) So why don't you just come and just um, accept this invitation and just, you know, see what I have for you. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that's my post vacation reflection.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. I feel convicted as you're sharing about expectations Sorry. yeah thanks Ben. <laughs> but no that's just a really good reminder to you yeah. I, th- I think it can be a beautiful thing to have vision of the ideal or vision of what could be um yeah but when real life happens like it rarely yeah. goes according to those expectations or those ideals so learning how to sur- surrender that and trust God with that that yeah. is I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly learning how to practice that. And it's a lot easier said than done. So thanks for reminding me today. Well, Um, yeah,
0: your conviction is birthed out of mine. So no worries there. Um, We're in the same boat, but I think you're right. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily the problem in the kind of the creating the ideal. um, uh, Though it is dangerous because I think the problem mm -hmm. is once we do that, once we construct that ideal, For whatever it is for whether it's you know anything from a date night to you know the um the the level of connection and intimacy i'm gonna experience um with my son when i'm trying to put him to bed Mm -hmm. and i think i'm gonna have this really sweet moment we're gonna read this book and like no he's literally gonna try to do backflips off my lap like (laughs) Um such you a know, special moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, or a vacation or right. you know, or a counseling encounter or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. I think the problem is, yeah, when we when we have that ideal and then we try right. to kind of white knuckle it and just Right, like hold holding on, on to, to
1: that it. more than we're holding on to God. Yeah, yeah. And so I think well.
0: <laughs> I think we all do that. We all idealize mm-hmm. um the challenge and I think the, the the invite that that the Lord is teaching me is hold that so loosely, mm-hmm. <laughs> hold that so loosely yeah. because, um, yeah. So that's good. Well, you've been busy too. Um, yes. not just recovering from COVID, which I'm <laughs> so thankful you did. Yes. Um, that was I know, a hard couple of weeks for you. Um, but what else has been going on with you and just yeah. ministry and
1: Well, right before COVID, um, we wrapped up another round of care ministry equipping, which is um, kind of our basic equipping for the care ministry that we lead together. Um, So for people who want to serve in the ministry as care ministers, that's like our step one um, of getting them involved and equipped to serve, they take this eight week class. Um, so this year there was already a lot of pivoting with COVID. Like normally, yeah. I guess this was the second time I taught this class, but last year when we taught it, um, it was in person mm-hmm. and this year we moved it online. Yeah. So that w- took a lot of pivoting and a lot of different type of preparation and created a little bit more busyness. Yeah. Um, but it was also really cool to see, how moving the class online made it more accessible for people who wouldn't have been able to attend in person because of kids or
0: right. even
1: location. Like we had people out of town taking the class too. So we had 102 people jump in on that, which it's incredible. blew my mind. Like my, yeah. my big faith filled prayer was, Lord, would you send 20 people to take this class? Like that right. was my big ass.
0: Knowing the year we had right. and like the, the, the ex, you know, just the, right. um, how much it was going to take to devote to this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like for eight weeks. Who's who's going to be great.
1: I, I, that was my big, like dreaming huge. Like what, what could God do beyond my imagination? Well, maybe 20 people, you know, and he blew that out of the water. So Mm. that was incredible, but also a little overwhelming because that meant even more, um, yeah, more, more was needed, um, to shepherd. Well, um, so, yeah, that was, I mean, I feel like it went off really well. And we wrapped Mm. that up earlier. This It was probably two months ago now. Um, and right at the same time as wrapping up care ministry equipping, I was wrapping up a semester for school, um, and had some of the biggest papers I've ever had to write. So there was just like this really busy season. And one thing I know about myself is when big milestones are reached like finishing a semester or finishing a class like I often get a cold um, Mm -hmm. just because my body is like oh that was a lot of stress now we're relieved and kind of lets my guard down I don't know but I typically get a cold at the end of these types of things so I started getting a cold at the end of care ministry equipping and at the end of my semester and was like well there it is this is typical right yeah Except it turned out not to be a cold. It was COVID and uh, knocked me off my feet. So Uh. that was kind of a bummer because in my pride, like I'm a pretty healthy person and was Mm -hmm. like, if I ever get COVID, it's not going to hit that hard. I'll be just fine. Like in my arrogance right? right, Like I'll, I'll like, I thought I had it last year and worked through it. Um, So I was like, if it ever happens again, like I'll be able to keep working. I'll be fine. I'll just work from home, you know, Mm. had this silly mindset, but it also kind of created even more work then because we had built up some momentum with care ministry equipping and we were excited to get people um, on their next steps to become care ministers and have all of these things like I felt like okay we're actually making progress here and then I was knocked out for a couple weeks and so still trying to pick up the pieces from that and get back into the rhythm Mm -hmm. so it's just and you
0: had no backup because he went on vacation
1: right my (laughs) my partner in ministry just (laughs) up and left you know so (laughs) but it was it was also really cool to practice trusting the Lord with that because mm. we had also made a couple of hires for interns and like, yeah, we may have this. some new voices on the yes, podcast. We're soon. so yeah. excited. It's great. Um, but also seeing like, okay, all of those things happened and then everything just has to sit and wait. So for me, I feel like the Lord used that time to just ask me to trust him with those things, to entrust all of that with him, Mm. um, to just leave it in his hands as literally all I could do was reschedule my appointments and then rest. Like that's pretty much all I did. Um, and so just, I feel like it was a really sweet reminder that this ministry is not about what I can do or what I can accomplish for God, but Mm. it's his ministry and I get to participate Sometimes when I'm not sick, um, but even my participation is not like, it's not about me. Hmm. So I really feel like God used that time away and just laying in bed for days, um, to help me deepen that trust a little bit more, just practice that trust of God cares for his bride more than I ever could. God cares about this ministry more than I ever could. Um, it's not about what I can bring to the table. It's about what he does. Yeah, And so I'm just really humbled that mm-hmm. he chooses to do work in and through me sometimes. So, Amen. you know, but so it was, yeah. yeah, kind of a frustrating little season where I was bummed about not getting to continue moving at the pace that I thought was best. Um, yeah. But it was also really sweet to get to remember that it's not about me and I get to trust the Lord with all of this. So yeah
0: we'll get very thankful you're better um thank you me too <laughs> and that that wasn't any worse because we know it's it's still uh, right it's still really hard for a mm-hmm. lot of people and we even have some stories going on in our church of right. some who are hospitalized much, yeah much and, yeah. much sicker yeah. and we just yeah we just continue to cry out to god for mm-hmm. just um yeah eradication just getting past whatever um just and and for certainly for God's protection for for all of us and and grace as we all just continue i think to grieve cuz uh, mm-hmm. i think it for those of us who who are paying attention who do know people who've been affected or within our own family or us it's right. it's brought on a lot of grief um right and we're we're very very mindful of that so
1: well and just but, the weariness too of so weird, how long yeah. like we thought this was going to be a couple of weeks and yeah over a year later here we yeah. are so there is yeah. just a lot of weariness through all of this too, that mm. walking in together.
0: Yeah. Um, and thanks for sharing. And, and thanks that? for your, your updates. And just, yeah, so proud of you, how you've been running at, you know, that's been primarily just you. I've just been just mm-hmm. trying to support and encourage you, like from the background, just um, and just raising up and seeing the Lord raise up some new care ministers mm-hmm. in our church. And I thought, you know just with the season that we're coming out of and what we're now stepping into which is really engaging on that piece like trying to get more involved in the church in this kind of role that we call care ministers right. uh just just a great time to just revisit some things and even like why are we doing this like um mm-hmm. and even just this podcast like why do we even right. you know why do are this we here? <laughs> yeah why are we here why do why do i get up at so early and get here you know to the studio and um yeah, worship my face off, and then you know we have conversations at at nine in the morning on Monday. So, <laughs> um, and just you know, again, I think our heart when we just dreamed about just doing this and just felt just the and we're given the freedom to do it is just we wanted to just tell stories and have conversations right about yeah. um finding and and reclaiming, hence the name hope, um, in seemingly hopeless places, and so. So, yeah, so that's that's what we're doing. But even from a, a broader sense, just I think while we're doing this really is um, we long to see the church. And so we're doing this primarily, of course, for City Light Church, our church mm-hmm. here in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, but we realize this podcast, you know, has served um you know widely and accessible widely Mm -hmm. um shout out atlanta i don't yes hey
1: georgia (laughs) there's there's a lot of
0: um people in atlanta listening i know so we love you guys and just that's that's so cool and so but but i know our so on a broader sense our desire is that the church the capital c church um would become increasingly Mm -hmm. uh, these communities of hope and uh I think that's a conviction you and I share deeply. Yes. Um, and so, talk about that, Brenda. Like so, and I think yeah. I want to emphasize that word communities, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, so why? Like, why? Why is that such right. a burden and passion for us?
1: Right. Well, I think, I mean, it's heartbreaking when you see people walk in and out of the church and going unseen or unheard. Um, people with burdens that they just couldn't find a space to be cared for in that. Like there was no connection. There was no safe place for them to be open and honest. Um, or maybe it's like, I mean, sometimes for people, it's an internal barrier of I'm not allowing myself to be seen or I'm not allowing other people to enter in. Um, so whether it's an internal or external reason, it it is heartbreaking to watch people not experience um, relationship in the midst of hard life things, because we all need that. Um, mm. Even in the joys of life, like we're not meant to just experience that in isolation. Yeah. Um, we're meant, we were made for community. Um, but one of the things that I think is so profound and needed is experiencing hope in community because right. hope is relational um, between us and God. And sometimes we need help from the like, not just, okay, vertical and horizontal relationships, like vertical with God, but then the horizontal relationships sometimes we need help from our brothers and sisters to grasp hope and hold hope. And if we aren't um, experiencing a community where we can be honest and say, hey, I'm feeling hopeless, or I'm not sure how to grasp hope here, then we're missing out on something that god designed for us or wants to invite us into right um so i think there's just this passion to see um every person who desires like that they would get to experience that not just individually yeah but experience it in community yeah um to walk relationally with other brothers and sisters because okay i've been walking with jesus over a decade um And I still have seasons, like when I shared in the depression episode, like I still have seasons where I can't grasp hope on my own. I struggle. So it's not a matter of, oh, I've arrived as a Christian. I've been walking with Jesus long enough that like I don't need community anymore. I'm probably more desperate for community now than I was when I first started walking with Jesus. So Mm. we just, I personally feel a passion for this, but I know this is something we share too, just to see people move from the darkness into the light move from isolation into relationship because we yeah. all need that it's not a it's not because you're less of a christian it's because you're human and that's what god designed you for yeah
0: yeah i was thinking uh yeah just your your point of just the communal reality of hope and um so my wife and i uh, something we've really grown to love, uh, doing together in terms of ministry is, uh, walking with engaged couples. Mm -hmm. And we love to do that. Uh, because first off, it's just, it, it always sweetens our marriage, like just getting to, um, anytime I get to hear my wife share, Mm -hmm. because I mean, she's, she's just more quiet. She's just more reserved, uh, and certainly more introverted than I am, uh, I just always get to know her just a little bit more. Um, and in that context to hear her share and be vulnerable in front of some other people just always just, it always just sweetens, just, uh, um, our marriage and deepens my love for her. But, mm-hmm. uh, but then also, we've had a really challenging nine years together. Yeah. Um, we've walked and continue to walk through a lot of hard things and, um, and so we have learned in our learning uh, what it looks like to hold hope together mm-hmm. as a couple. Um, and so we and we know how challenging that can be mm-hmm. uh, just as a couple. and um, and so we we long to just uh, to share that, to be transparent and vulnerable so that another couple can uh, know that, hey, you know, we don't know what cards, you know, life is going to deal you and, you know, what things you're going to be walking through at some point. Um, uh, There is probably going to be some tough stuff. And so um, we just like to share, here's how the Lord is teaching us to hold hope Hmm. together and for one another. And so, but even like taking it a step further. So, um and that's looked different for us in different places in our marriage whether it's been my chronic health and my wife trying to help hold hope for me and in, mm-hmm. in hopeless times which i've shared a lot about um uh and there's been some reciprocal like from me for her mm-hmm. but then there's been times as a couple where we've needed other couples right. and people and friends um to help hold hope for us as a couple and so, and there's just layer upon layer that you just, you begin to see that, wow, it really does take a community right. to really, um really engage, uh, um, understand and experience. And therefore, you know, we would say, and, and, you know, just to stick with the name of the podcast, reclaim mm-hmm. like hope because we, it, we, we lose it. We, it gets muddled sometimes our understanding, our experience of it uh, because of the hard things that we walk through. And so. Yeah, certainly we we long to see our churches become communities right. of communal hope, where we um, we are able and eager to uh, to walk with one another mm-hmm. in those hard things. Because I think, and the thing that I think I've I, I've seen and realized is we're really good as a church at emphasizing hope on an individual level. And what I mean by that is that I think, um, like in the church, we we're really good about um, teaching and imparting beliefs. Like, so I'm thinking mm-hmm. particularly about like preaching, right? Yeah. So uh, when it comes to hope, I, I'm hearing it and engaging with it mostly in the church from that standpoint in an individualistic way. Mm-hmm. So like I'm wrestling with these beliefs and just a right understanding of God and relationship with God mm-hmm. through Christ. And um, and so, but, I, and I think and we've talked about this before and even i think in our introductory podcast that we did um but hope is not a belief Mm-mm. it's a person mm-hmm. and so hope itself is relational right and that's the thing we're trying to say and so it 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 requires and even even in even hope in and of itself it just kind of um it necessitates like relationship. Like this is just, this is just part of hoping, mm-hmm. and engaging with hope is being in relationship, and mm-hmm. so certainly that is um, primarily with, uh, with Jesus, but it's, um, you know, when we've talked about in I think in the introductory uh, episode we did. Um, various instruments of hope Mm -hmm. and how we engage and access hope Mm -hmm. and um, so it's primarily and secure in the person and of Jesus Christ but we access um, and engage with hope through our Bibles and we do through God's people Mm -hmm. and then we've talked about these varying other instruments and things that God will use to kind of Mm -hmm. um, engage hope and so that's yeah, that's just that's that's our desire that that we would all just catch that glimpse and just a, a truer, deeper understanding of hope um, such that it, we wouldn't be. And, and so I think what we're what we're trying to do and advocate for is kind of a, a corrective to or just our individualistic Western mm-hmm. way of approaching um, mm-hmm. all things. But in this case, certainly hope. Um, that it becomes kind of this privatized, like, reality and wrestle, right. um, which you see time and time again. I just, I always, I, when, I, when I'm talking about hope, I always go back to a lot of my times in the hospital doing mm-hmm. chaplain ministry and um, how powerful it was time and time again to enter into a place and and help a person walk with a person, be present to a person as they wrestled with hope and, right. and how much freedom they found in not doing that alone mm-hmm. um, well, and how much easier and more helpful and healing it becomes.
1: Yes. When I just, when I look at my relationship with the Lord, I've had a handful of moments where I felt like in my home alone, just me and Jesus, like I have had moments of grasping hope through yeah. his word, through yeah. music, through whatever other means. But the most tangible experiences and encounters of hope that I've had have come through relationship with his people. Mm. So I feel like those relationships are a gift to more tangibly experience because, I mean, God knows we're just human. And to to talk about these concepts of hope, like he knows, we need something to hold on to. We a need body. That's to, why he
0: created a body, right? right. He didn't like, yeah, g- give us just a belief system. He gave us a body.
1: Right. And so to engage that yeah. relationally and experience that relationally, I think that is such a gift that if we are so determined to have this individualistic faith of, I have to do this on my own. I have to figure this out on my own. I have to grasp this, grasp hope on my own. I think... Can be possible to a degree, but I also think we miss out on so much if that's the way we're operating. So that's Mm. kind of what, even with our care ministers that we're seeking to equip to partner with us in care ministry, we are trying to equip them to be, um, to help people walk towards hope, to help people wrestle with grasping hope, um, to be that tangible instrument. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah. So no pun intended. Um, <laughs> ben but, calls them ninjas of hope. So hope ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and no, we,
0: we want, yeah. And we want them to be like deployed throughout just our church and, and just areas of community. Cause that's, right. it's important. And cause what we're trying to do, I think is we're trying to affect the culture of, of the church, right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we long for is to see um, the culture of the church become more, more honest, um, more appropriately vulnerable, um, and therefore more able to engage with and wrestle with hope. Um, and so just, just more authentic in that way. And, and just overall, just due to the name of our position, just, just a more caring environment Mm because, you know, sometimes they can just, you know, communities, even in the church can become a little stoic, a Mm -hmm. little, um, superficial, a little surface level. And I think, you know certainly the nature of what we do and certainly the nature of what you and i have just even walked with in our individual lives just as human beings who have suffered Mm -hmm. or are suffering um is that it's just it's so needed it's so needed and so yeah so that's that's our heart that's our desire that's why we're doing this that's why we're having these conversations we're so thankful for y'all just um engaging and we just want to invite you guys to just uh, connect with us so we've set out uh, we've set up an email address mm-hmm. it's hope at citylightomaha.org um if you have any conversations topics uh things that you'd like to suggest questions mm-hmm. you want to ask that you want to just hear us engage with a little bit more we'd love to hear from you yes. um we just always appreciate just those stories and and everything like that but we've we've got some really um really exciting conversations and hard conversations coming up that mm-hmm. we're just, we're we're very thankful to be having and, and have on the horizon. And we just look forward to all just together, collectively moving toward just reclaiming hope in our individual lives, but certainly in our communities, in our churches, mm-hmm. in the glory of God. So. Absolutely. Brenda, it's good to be back. It's so um, good. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Good to talk with you. And yeah, we'll be back soon. We'll talk to y'all soon.
1: Bye, guys.